Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamfran. Hey, good morning. I was waiting for that last yeah. part. There was a little pause. I thought, oh, am I still on the show? Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Drejo, sales representative with the Golfie team, also with us this morning. Uh, we're going to talk about a whole host of new measures that are on the way uh, here in the province of Ontario um, in regards to rental and housing reform. We're going to talk about the market today as well and a little bit about uh, deposits and uh, whether or not uh, people have that buyer's remorse. We'll get into that uh, throughout the show. If you have a question for Rob, we'll get to it on a future program, you can email your question to questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. You can find them online at robgolfie.com. That's rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. On the phone, 905-575-7700. And all over social media, you can search Rob Golfie on Facebook, at Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll repeat all that info uh, throughout the show. So before we get into the, the suite of measures uh, with uh, what's happening with the province to cool off the red-hot housing market, Market, which we'll get to in a matter of minutes. What's happening in the market today in Hamilton with bidding wars? Bidding wars are still happening, not as often as we're used to. Not as heated. Uh, uh, Jenny, what do you think? Am yeah, I- it seemed like uh, just a couple weeks ago, within three days of you know all the frenzy happening, just things before like Easter. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just stopped. Like things that people were holding back offers, they weren't getting offers. Agents were calling me for a change instead of me calling them. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's it's totally taking a change. Yeah, wow. yeah, we get yeah we were getting calls from agents saying, hey, what's going on? Because because we sell a lot of homes, we we have a, a our pulse on the market a little more than most people do. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's happening is, um, I think people are not showing up, uh, viewing the property as much as they were before. Um, they're getting tired of these uh, multiple offers, you know, no offers for five days. And we, 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 we sense that right away. We sense it within three, three four days as it's happening. Last year, uh, the frenzy stopped at the end of May. This year, it stopped in the middle of April. So mm. that so we lost six weeks of, of that extra frenzy right. uh, compared to last year. I mean, the market's still going to go strong. So I'll give you a perfect example. I was on the East Mountain, and I, uh, I was looking at a raised ranch. And um, if you were going to put that house in multiple offers, you probably had the price it at $475. Um, and uh, so anyway, an agent had one for sale. I was sitting there with the client. And I said to my clients, I go, look, your house is worth 500 but I wouldn't hold off offers at 500 And they go, why? I says, I'll give you a perfect example. I said, uh, uh, on Thursday, um, I sat there. I think it went, went, Wednesday or Thursday, I sat there, and I said, this agent here is, is waiting. The timeline was 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock, uh, and they're waiting for offers. That's when you were supposed to submit it. Mm-hmm. So... We were within one hour of that time, and right. I said, let's take a look and see if he's got any offers. So I call him up, and his name was Paul, and I said, hey, Paul, how's it going? And I said, you know that house you have on, uh, I'm not going to say the street, just um, on, the, on the East Mountain, and uh, do you have any registered offers? He goes, uh, 
no. <laughs> and I knew that right away because because <laughs> he, he priced it right on what the, the value was. Okay. He priced it, you know, it was, it was priced at 500. That's the value of the property. He should have just listed it at 500, 499.9 and just, you know, let the market, off, let the market dictate right. exactly, not hold off offers. I think that was one of the mistakes I think he, he probably made. And uh, so we, he said, no, no offer. So I, I was sitting there with my clients and they were like, holy smokes, they couldn't believe that I actually would, you know, tell them, say, there's, I guarantee it, there's no offers on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, um, I haven't looked to see if he sold it yet. I'm sure he had to re, you know, once the timeline went by, he probably had to do some changes to the listing and hopefully uh, maybe he did sell it. Uh, but but you have to be careful. You have to re-strategize. You have to, um, you, you've got to do different tactics now right. um, if you want the multiple offers, but you got to be careful. You're not going to get the showings like you were because people are tired tired of that yeah. and uh and you don't want to hurt your clients uh listing and getting a, a a good sale a decent sale price for it you know it's not like the good old days you know when you could just put the price you know wait for a good buyer to come along and negotiate now it's like manipulating this and changing that and just waiting for this and literally we're biting our nails wondering oh my god are we going to get an offer are mm-hmm. we going to get an offer right so it's always strategizing it's, it's high tech it's all yeah. it's all about technology right now we have access to information quick and uh, you have to react quick, mm-hmm. you know. So, how long ago was the good old days? I'd say a couple five years, years ago, ago <laughs> less than five years wow. ago. Yeah, so times have changed pretty quick. Yeah, like yeah. like a normal market was. You put the house on the market, you know, and you try to get the most amount of money for your client. And if it didn't work out, you would do a price adjustment. Um, and that was prob- That's the proper way of uh, you know you, you you keep going. But now, I mean, we've been so conditioned okay here's what the house is worth let's try to you know like we price it there uh and then try to get more than what Hmm. we're asking for um but there is an influx of buyers out there right now the millennials like we've been talking about uh, for quite a few years and they're used to this this is what they know uh the the baby boomer generation they don't like this they hate it and uh, so, but they're now adapted to this and they understand it because it's been in the news. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's, that's, you know, how are things rolling now? But, uh, but it is, it's not, housing prices aren't going down. It's just, it's the frenzy's cooling off. It's plateau. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What do you think was the strategy behind the East Mountain property? Um, I, I, I think there was a little bit of, I I don't want to put the agent down. I think he priced it bang on. There's no doubt about it. He priced it bang on. I don't think he should have held off offers. Um, And and I I think uh, he should have just put it on the market and not hold offers. If he was going to hold offers on that listing, he should have priced it, you know, somewhere between 475 and 480. Hmm. Um, And he would have probably gotten, you know, two to five offers on it, maybe more. But when you're when you're pricing something at market value, you don't hold off offers. If you want more than market value, you price it under market value, right? And and, and you create have to, that bidding war to right? create that bidding yeah. war. So then you'll have somebody coming in and uh, you know say, hey, I want this house. It's the only house. There's not much available out right. there. So you're gonna you're gonna overbid on it to make sure you get it. So yeah, and I'm starting to see that uh, you know instead of people putting all these bids in, they're just gonna hang back and wait and see what happens to that house and right. then come back to it later. If it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. And that's what I'm hearing right. from everybody that I've been showing. Because not every property is going to have a bidding war. Nope. Right. No, no, not every property. And now we're seeing on some listings, uh, we're not holding offers, which is which is good. It's nice. So, you know, people have the time to go in. They have the time to view it, maybe view it a second time. 
and they can put an offer in and and put the conditions that they want, like home inspection. Mm-hmm. And that, because a lot of homes that were sold in the last year um, didn't have home inspections, especially with this rainfall we had this yeah. week. I'm yeah. sure they're finding out that they wish they did have a home inspection done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, in terms of holding offers, how long can you hold off for or hold on? You know, I don't like holding on too long. Mm-hmm. Some people have held offers for almost like, 14 days, which is a big wow. mistake. It's it's wrong. We, I, I think four days, five days is probably... The max? you got to keep I, it for fresh. Us it is. Yeah. yeah, for us it is. Uh, I know some agents have held it for 10 days, and I think that's way too long. Because people change their mind. They're like, oh, you know, they find something else in the meantime, mm-hmm. and then they want the other house. Yeah. So that's why you keep it fresh and yeah, you keep, don't give keep them, people yeah, wanting yeah, it. Yeah, you, you, you do a short period, very short. Um, and then, you know, but... 14 days, 10 days, you know, seven days is even too long. In yeah. my my opinion, we don't we don't, we don't do it that long at all. Uh, have the bidding wars turned a lot of people off to it, being in the real estate game? It has. That's yeah. why that's why it's changed. And uh, people just don't even want to look at the house. If it, but, if it says if it says no offers for a certain date, you know, but go ahead. I know but, what Kenny's going to say. But they'll be back. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have another oh, yeah. another big one. You know, there's always one last push before Christmas. They'll right. be back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the buyers the buyers will, will, will be there. They're just, they're just watching the market a little bit and sitting on the fence and uh, watching how things are going. And uh, it's, it, you know, it, it's hard to tell. Like, I mean, uh, things change. Like, why the, do all of a sudden the middle of April becomes the time where yeah. – Everybody all of a sudden halts on on looking at homes because they, they're tired of of bidding wars. It's just yeah. it's it's funny how how things go. Now you know? you've been talking about that. You know th- this is going to come. This kind of uh, quell in 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 the heated uh, nature of the buyer is going to quell a little bit. Uh, did you expect it in mid April or did you expect it a little more towards May? I, I thought it was going to end the end of May like last year, yeah. but yeah. It, we didn't expect it to end this soon. I knew it was coming soon. Yeah. I knew it was. Yeah, you, I mean you've been talking about it for a few weeks. Yeah. Now. So we had we had uh, someone that uh, you. Know, they're getting the house renovated. I said, "You got to get this house going." I said, "The market's going to change. The market's going to change." Yeah. And because he he was flipping the house, and uh, so he's too late. It, it, that could have cost him probably ten, twenty thousand dollars more mm. in his pocket because of the of the change that just happened. Yeah. Yeah. So now that the bidding war uh, frenzy has has quieted down a little bit, how does that tr- uh, change your strategy? In the marketplace. Well, we've got a couple of secrets we, we don't want to disclose. Okay. <laughs> but we, we will tell our clients if they call us. But but we do change um, how we list a home. Um, and, and we do have tactics. Like, remember, uh, Jenny, last year when this ended at the end of May? So we changed our tactics. We were still getting multiple offers mm-hmm. on our listings, but we just changed how we, we dealt with it. And mm-hmm. and that's and that's what we do. Like, we like our job is to get the most amount of money yeah. and uh, for, for our clients. Uh, without making any mistakes, but uh, but yeah, we still can do we still can do it, but you just have to be uh, you just have to be smarter on how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are we still? I mean, we're, we're going to get into the, the the housing reform measures announced um, earlier this week by the provincial government. Do you ex- still expect that GTA thrust to come in? Uh, yes, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. The, the the reform that uh, the wind government put in, I, I don't think I think it's going to affect a little bit, but not enough. To make a big impact for Hamilton, right? Yeah, okay. and we're still affordable. Yeah, at yeah. the end of the day. And, yeah, and and any foreign buyers we have, they can afford. I mean, they can buy it. They're not going to get taxed. They're they're international students, and on the on the I think what Wynn government says, 
international students that are living here, they're exempted from the 15%. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to Which affect, makes sense. Which makes sense. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I don't think uh, Hamilton is going to get affected because we're, you know, we're still less than Toronto. Um, I think Toronto downtown is going to have a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. Well, we have a, a single detached home in TO for $1.5 million. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the impact's going to be large. Uh, you know what? Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the deposit issue and can a buyer simply refuse to pay the deposit. We'll get into that and um, uh, a lot into the rent and housing reform announced earlier this week by the Wynn government. RobGolfi.com is the website. Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Uh, 905-575-7700 is the phone number. Again, 905 575 7700 at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. You can check him out on Facebook as well. Stay tuned. The Hamilton Real Estate Show continues on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Also with us this morning, Jennifer Dreho, sales rep with the Golfie team. Call them today, 905-575-7700. That's 575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website, Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. And check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page. It is pretty cool. I love the videos you guys have on the Facebook page. Uh, email. You can email a question uh, for a future program. We'll get to it. Questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that email address, questions at robgolfie.com. We're talking about Ontario's rent and housing reform. Uh, a little bit about uh, bidding wars here in the uh, Hamilton area in our first segment. If you missed any of that, you can go online to 900chml.com and click on uh, the show page and find uh, the Hamilton Real Estate Show. And you can check out not only this program, but uh, past programs as well. All right. Can the buyers simply refuse to pay the deposit if it has not yet been paid? They have to pay the deposit. And if they refuse, they can get sued. It is a contract. Okay. Um, we um, we had um, a lot of times we asked for, especially on bidding wars, we asked for uh, a certified check to accompany with the offer. I mean, you know, if you got 10 people coming in, all 10 are getting, you know, $10,000, $20,000 certified checks. It's Sometimes it's hard. So in one situation, um, we uh, we had uh, multiple offers, and we had one offer that the homeowner, the buyer, didn't even see it. And I was a little skeptical about, you know, taking that offer. Mm -hmm. But the homeowner says, no, no, I want it because it was a higher offer. Right. And so I said to the... Um, to the to the agent, I said I really want to have uh, a check. It doesn't have to be certified, but I want a check because that that's a legal document. Yeah. It's indicating that they're buying this place. Right. And uh, so we got a check the next morning, and I said we're not letting you in the house until we get that check because I don't want them walking through, and then all of a sudden, hey, we changed our mind. Mm -hmm. Even though they're liable, um, they're, they're you know for you know liable for damages. Uh, they 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 can be sued, but the thing is, I, I just don't like that. And we had a situation where um, we we sold the house, and and, and I can't believe this. Uh, this never happened to me before, and I, I don't know if it happens to anybody. But the odds are greater for me because we do sell more homes. Mm -hmm. But uh, we uh, we sold the house three times. <laughs> and, and, and a it, hat trick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a hat trick. Yeah, I know. The first time we sold it, we got a deposit. 
and the deposit bounced. And uh, so we went to the agent and said, we need another deposit. And it was frustrating. So mm -hmm. it was like three, two, three weeks go by, and we're now we're frantic. So we go to our uh, seller and say, you know what? This I don't think this deal is going to happen. If right. this guy can't afford to pay the deposit, how is he going to afford to close the deal? Sure. So uh, we got a mutual release. We could go after that person and sue them, but we got a mutual release. And that mutual release, which I don't like personally because – you both have to sign to part ways that you know. You both agree that you're both parting ways that you're, the buyer's not buying the house, to, uh, and the seller's not selling it to this buyer. So we put the house back on the market, and we get a deposit, and we actually sell it for I think about ten fifteen thousand more than the previous time. That's the market appreciation yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So so we get the deposit, and um, a, a month before closing, the other agent calls us and says they don't want to they're not going to close they changed their mind wow they don't want to move from Brant, brampton to stony creek and we're like oh my god now you know you think how hard this is to go to, <laughs> you have your, to unravel yeah, the seller. To, yeah. To, to go to the seller and and explain this to him and it, it is hard for us because yeah. it's 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 me that's going to be blamed for this so i i said to him listen we're going to get we're going to Let's see if we can get this deposit from this guy. So we're going to get him the $10,000. So we, the buyers agreed that they're going to let go of the $10,000 wow. to the seller because of this inconvenience. Right. So he got the $10,000. So we put the house back on the market. We sell it for, I think, uh, is it? Uh, Even more money? Yeah, <laughs> 70000 more. This is turning out to be a pretty good strategy. I know. This is, this is yeah, how crazy the market That's one of our is. strategies. <laughs> that is. But don't yeah. tell anybody. Yeah. So, so get the deposit. So we sold it, I think, for 70000 more than the asking price. Holy cow. And uh, so they're happy. Um, and, and it's closing very, fairly quick. Quick. And uh, so hopefully they it, it hasn't closed yet. Oh, so it's not done yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just praying. I'm praying that uh, things uh, things will close. But but that's something that doesn't normally happen. But because of the way the market is moving fast, that's look what happened. Like somebody had to make a decision mm -hmm. on buying this house. Now they had the remorse and they didn't want to close. It was easier for them to leave the ten thousand dollar deposit. Then actually to pack, you know, and move and sell theirs, it would have been. It, it's cheaper actually to lose yeah. ten thousand oh, yeah. than it is to to sell theirs and come back, come to Stony Creek. Yeah. yeah, and plus that, you know, that having that buyer's remorse. I mean, if they did go through with it, I mean, they'd be kicking themselves, and that that's really a yeah. priceless kind of scenario, right? That, that's right. That's right. And, well, in the early nineties, um, and I'm a lot of people uh, will remember this that are probably older than forty five, <laughs> and had houses that they were buying or selling. Um, you could put an offer on a house in January of 1990 and close in May of 1990, and the house price was probably worth 20000 30000 less than what you actually purchased it for. Wow. So a lot of people were walking away from their deposits, and those deposits back then were only like 500 to to 1000 Right. I mean, it was still a lot of money back then, but it's easier to walk away from a thousand dollars than it is than ten grand than than ten grand, but not only that, walking away from a thousand dollars that a house is worth thirty thousand less, it, it was easier. Right. Yeah, and that being said, brings us to now 
in uh, 2017, where our, our deposits are starting to get a, li- a lot larger. Mm-hmm. They you are. Know? And, then, and if things are going firm on the spot, you better make sure that they have that deposit because if there's any window of opportunity for them to back out, they just may because they're overbidding on these right. things. Right, right, yeah. yeah. So why don't you like the mutual parting of, of ways? What, what... Be- you know what it is? Because it's just the way that the uh, real estate uh, system is done. Um, I, I have clauses that I put in. Uh, it says, hey, if you don't close on the day you close, your deposit automatically go- goes to the uh, to the seller mm-hmm. and we're done. And I also have a clause that uh, um, if, um, like, if you don't remove conditions, you get your deposit back so that we can, like, for instance, here, Rick, if I sell your house, right, okay. and a buyer's, you know, got the offer on that. And uh, he doesn't remove his conditions, his finance condition. He Mm. had five days to get his finance condition. And he doesn't remove his condition. Even though you have his deposit, we have to get a mutual release to say, okay, you didn't fulfill your finance condition and you, you know, would we release the deposit. But let's say he says, oh, no, we can't find this guy. This guy could end up showing up on closing date, and if we sell that house to somebody else, we got a problem. Yeah. You, you sold the house to two people, so has <laughs> that I, ever happened before? <laughs> uh, it, there is a situation going on, not on, not with us, oh. but uh, but there, I, I I heard of a situation that somebody sold the same house to two people. Wow. The agent didn't have her uh, a clause in there that was supposed to protect uh, the seller, so it's 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 a, it's a three way lawsuit Yeesh. right now. But um, but yeah, it's just. It, Real estate agents understand this, what I'm talking about. Like, you need a mutual release. And even when you're, like, even if it's a firm deal, you need a mutual release. And then you can't even get the deposit unless the buyer agrees to give you the deposit. Mm-hmm. So if the if the buyer says, well, I'm not closing, and um, I know I want my deposit back, you're kind of stuck. Like, it's not like, okay, we can sell this to somebody else right. and the deposit goes to the seller. You, you have to have a, a paper saying you... We both agree. We both mutually agree that we're not gonna close this deal with yeah. each party, and it's and it's frustrating because it's not fair for the seller. Right. And there's yeah. been times where you have a mutual release, and the other party just wants to stick it to the other party, so they just refuse to sign and hold mm-hmm. up the deal. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have these buyers waiting to put an offer in, but you can't do it until they release themselves from the wow. deal. Yeah, it, it's it's frustrating. It's yeah. it's. I don't know who made the rules up. Obviously, you know, two lawyers, one on one <laughs> side, one on the other yeah. side. So. Both who have cashed but in. It, in the it, meantime. it is not. It is not good in some uh, yeah. situations, and, and realtors will know what I'm talking about it's 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 not good and you shouldn't have to have a mutual release if you don't close the deposit goes should go to the seller right away and then and the seller should have the right to sue you for more money yeah. if, if there was more costs endured because now you know you were expecting him to to close the house and now the the seller probably bought another house right and now he's owned two houses. It's gonna, and the cost for him is going to be yeah. enormous. And in the meantime, you've wasted how many days or how many weeks right, uh, right. to get and this done? Right. It's frustrating. Yeah. yeah, it's frustrating. All right, let's go to the uh, the big news from earlier this week: the provincial government um, unveiling its um, housing and rental reform measures. Uh, Sixteen different uh, new rules or measures that uh, have been put in place. Uh, maybe we'll just start with number one and kind of work our way down. And and the first one being and probably the most impactful. At least that's what they hope is the non-resident speculation tax or the foreign buyers tax. The foreign buyers tax. I I don't I don't know. We don't deal with like our clientele is not like for us we don't deal with that many foreign, foreign. buyers. Like mm. we don't have a, you know people coming to us and uh say hey listen I need to buy 30 properties and just buy them. I I I if there are foreign buyers 
they are buying brand new hmm. through yeah. the builders. They're not going. They're not buying resale. Right. So, so it's not going to affect the resale market. It, it could affect the uh, the developers, the the builders. I I think. Um, I mean, and this tax, they're only putting it in through the, I think from Peterborough all the way through, right around the Golden Horseshoe. Yeah, it's Horseshoe. only the Golden Horseshoe, yeah. yeah the so, right I mean, we're Niagara. talking Barrie, uh, obviously Hamilton, and yeah, yeah all the way yeah, to the Niagara Falls. Yeah, so, it, and that's the, the, the biggest corridor of what's happening in this yeah. in this boom in the uh, at this time. Yeah, it's, um, it's probably just going to affect Toronto. I can't see it I, yeah. trickling down too much in here. Mm-hmm. There may be a couple of things, but I don't. Yeah, I don't it, see it, it it's impacting. not affecting immigrants that are, are planning to live here. So they they, they they've whatever Vancouver did, they're making it a little better because obviously Vancouver had some uh, mistakes that they probably didn't think of yeah. that could happen. Um, and international students, you know, like we have a lot of international students here at McMaster University, mm-hmm. Columbia College. Same that's thing. right. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not affected. They can come here. They can buy a house, live in it, go to school. Uh, so they're not affected with the fifteen percent tax. Um, so I, what I think is going to happen is, uh, I think Toronto will get affected more. Um, there, there, people are going to sit on the sidelines mm. and, and try to figure a loophole. Obviously, yes. Because it, when there's one system in place, there's always you know somebody trying to break that system. But um, I still think that um, the market will be uh, strong in Hamilton. Um, hopefully, like I hate to see housing prices go up thirty percent a year. I'm sure the sellers would love it. The buyers, it is getting tough for them. Yeah. But the other thing is. Toronto, I mean, they're not. They should be helping out the buyers. I mean, first of all, they got the double land transfer tax. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you're trying That's to help impossible. them, if you're trying to help buyers, like get rid of the get land of transfer that. tax for first-time buyers. Like, no, you know what I mean. But uh, it, it see they 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 they're trying di- to do one thing and then they, mm-hmm. they still. It's almost like a band-aid approach. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I with this uh, 15% tax bracket like they said they got 65,000 units in Toronto that are vacant yeah that's crazy wow. that is a that's lot. a lot so that's why they're coming to Hamilton yeah. <laughs> yeah but but what happens is now these uh, units now these can you imagine a developer that's opening up a condo project today <laughs> he's oh, yeah. like and uh, and they announced this uh, they're going to lose probably so 20% yeah. uh, mm. because these these foreign buyers are buying whole floors of condos in Toronto and they, and they buy them they keep them empty and mm-hmm. you know they're just holding on their money they're just bring parking their money here yeah this this uh, maneuver obviously was implemented in Vancouver and um, it, it did drastically affect that market yes it uh, um, sales went down um, and uh, would it, the, the, the you know like the home sales plunged and price increase uh, stalled so mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't. It didn't fall. The, the price increases didn't come down. Yeah. Uh, but they did stall. So I mean, so say housing didn't go up. You know, twenty percent the following. Right. They just they they flatlined. And and that's what I predict will happen regardless whatever the wind government's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because there'll be a max to a point where people are just are not going to buy houses. Yeah. And and then that's when the market will. Will stop. Yeah. Do you think just making the announcement, never mind the, the details, but the provincial government saying, "Hey, we're going to do something," is going to, you know, um, make buyers or sellers kind of think twice about entering the market? Um, I think so. I think I think I think w- w- we're going to still have buyers buying. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And there, you're going to see a lot of people sitting on the sidelines and mm-hmm. seeing what's hap- what's going to happen. And then they're then they're going to jump in. So there, it might it might it might slow a lot of people, but 
a lot of people are still going to buy, but it will. But, but they'll be back in the market, just like Jenny says, yeah. it, it, this summer or this fall. But like everything else, you know, they're they're always trying to dance around the issues here, and they they try to announce one thing, and you know, people get used to it, and then back the frenzy starts again. Right. Then they implement another thing, and then people just kind of die down for a minute, and then they're back at it again. Mm-hmm. You know, not, there's always going to be a demand, oh, supply yeah. and demand here. Yeah. So, how long do you think the lull is going to last? Three to six months. I don't think that long. I no. remember. No, I eh? remember. The, remember in the early '90s when uh, the Moroni was it the Moroni government brought in the HST. Was that was that him or was uh, it? Uh, yes, because Jean Chrétien or the GST. The, and Jean the G- Chrétien said he was going to get rid of the GST, and then never ended up doing that. So 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 now when you bought a car, it was going to be is it thirteen percent mm-hmm. versus seven percent? Yeah. Remember remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Like that's a lot. But we're used to that. Yeah. We don't know anything different. We adapt, exactly. right? We adapt. We, we adapt exactly. it, and that's what's going to happen with this. All right, still to come, we're going to talk a lot more on uh, the provincial government's rent and housing reform. We'll get a little bit on uh, the rent side and what this means for for you renters out there. Um, RobGolfi.com is the website, RobGolfi.com. The phone number, 905-575-7700. Again, 905-575-7700. At RobGolfi on Twitter and Instagram. You can also check out the RobGolfi Facebook page. And if you do have a question, you can email your question to questions at RobGolfi.com. Again, questions. Questions at robgolfie.com. Stay tuned. The Hamilton Real Estate Show continues on AM 900 CHML. Homeward bound. I wish I was homeward bound. Home where my thoughts escaping. Home where my music's playing. Home where my love lies waiting silently for Hello once again, this is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax's Gartman Realty, the Golfie team. Also along for the ride this morning, Jennifer Dreho, sales representative with the Golfie team. You can call them today at 905-575-7700. That's 575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website, RobGolfie.com. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and on Twitter. And check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Page. We're talking about uh, the provincial government's housing and rental reform that was announced earlier on this week, a suite of 16 new measures to cool off the white-hot housing market here in the province. Uh, expanding rent control, what do you see here? Um, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing. So what it's going to hurt is the developer is not going to want to build right. these apartment buildings because now there's a rent control uh, on the new buildings. Yes. Before it was after November of 1991, there was no rent control. Right. So they you can, can hike up rates. You as can hike as high it. as you want. But I mean, I mean, they can hike it whatever they want. But if the if the demand if the if the public's not going to pay it, they're not going to get it. Right. So, but now these developers are thinking, well, why should I build uh, an apartment building and ha- own this building and only allow one and a half to two and a half percent increase mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. year, depending what what the government's allowing. I might as well just build condos, yeah. and then people can buy them and, and rent them out. So that's going to hurt because it, it's going to hurt to have that uh, uh, low-income housing or apartment mm-hmm. uh, rentals. Um, so it, it's see, they, they, they help one thing, but they hurt another yeah, thing. Yeah, it's really going to help the people who are renting these properties, right? Because they're not going to have those however many percentage right. points increase on their rent. But as you said, yeah, a developer who's thinking about building these sort of things, the ROI is really low now. It, it is. Right? So so like, like like 
we haven't built apartment buildings in this area, yeah. like Hamilton, like for decades. 30 years. Yeah. So we, we need that. And now they're, those guys are going to turn around and say, well, you know what? We're not sure if we want to go down that road yeah. anymore. And, and just to touch a little bit on the, the rental issue here, too, you know, with investors coming into town and the prices increasing so, so much, a lot of these people are already paying low rents. Mm-hmm. And so the appreciation aren't matching the rents that are being paid. So that's making not a very good investment for these uh, yeah. investors, which is slowing right down, mm-hmm. I've noticed. Right. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, you're having people buying homes and then renting out the homes. That's right. Yeah. And there's is, a lot of that going right. on. A lot of that going on. And um, and a lot of, and, and, and what's happening is a lot of these um, uh, people that own these homes, uh, they've had renters in there. And, and I feel bad for renters because there, there's no control. You know what I mean? A, a, you buy, a, a, a person buys a house, they, they rent it to somebody, they can end up selling it, and now this person's got to pack up yep. and leave. That's hard. Like, it's 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 tough. I don't know. There, there, sometimes there should, should be some measures on that to help the renter because mm-hmm. pack, like packing up a house and forcing somebody to move is not easy because you got your kids in that school. Yeah. You know, it's, it's tough. But um, but the one thing that's happening is uh, in Hamilton is uh, which is great is people are flipping properties. That's what's killing the renters right now. These renters that have been in there for 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. The houses are in bad shape. So the the owner of the home is selling them because they can get a good buck, and then the buyer is, is fixing them and, and cleaning them up, and he's going to flip it. Right. So it's just it, no matter what you do, you can't win. Um, it just you know somebody somebody always gets hurt along the along yeah. along the lines. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of these measures are a perfect. Um, I think John Tory, the mayor of Toronto, said that, you know this isn't a perfect uh, you know silver bullet. It's not going to correct everything, right? Um, you know, I give them kudos for trying something, but uh, I guess uh, time will tell whether or not yeah. uh, they work. Uh, new rules for landlords. So what's happening here? Obviously, the the cap on the rent increase, but that's certainly going to hurt uh, you know the builders. Yeah, the cap on the rent increase. Um, they're uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because yeah. any, anything – and it's effective actually as of the 20th, I think it is, uh, of, of April, mm-hmm. which is you know yeah. uh, a, couple, a couple days ago. Like when they, she implemented this, they effectively yeah, said it was it's starting, starting today. Out. This is it. It's <laughs> yeah. not like you had like, okay, we got three months. We got to get our stuff in order. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, uh, effectively on the 20th of April – um, if you own a house now, it was after 19, uh, 1990, built it after 1990, you cannot uh, do the rent increase. Hmm. So if if a tenant received a rent increase on the 18th or, or the 19th of April, mm-hmm. that stays in effect because it, the rule didn't change till the 20th. I think. How many of those did you think he saw? I don't know. I'm sure. <laughs> I think I missed the boat on yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was a few. I'm sure there was a few. Yeah. yeah. So definitely... Uh, um, so they're making it tougher for the landlords, um, and uh, but they're also, you know, it, 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 they're making it tougher for the t- tenants too now because you know landlords aren't aren't going to want to buy yeah. buildings, you know. Yeah. Uh, the development charge rebate and uh, maybe a little bit about uh, vacant homes tax. The vacant homes tax, yes, that is going to cause. Um, you're going to probably find a lot of those uh, homes go- going up for sale. Mm. I don't. I don't think we have a lot in Hamilton, mm. um, and I think that might even slow the condo market in Hamilton uh, in uh, coming up. So, so it'll it'll be more you know local people wanting to rent, yeah. uh, rent out the units, or if, if foreign buyers are going to buy it, they're going to have to pay fifteen percent tax, and plus they're going to have to rent it out if they don't want to get taxed on the, right. on the vacant. Uh, would a vacant home, um, would a house that is being flipped be considered a vacant home? 
Uh, or is no, this something that's, think, that's been vacant for it, like a while? I, I, I don't know the ruling on that, okay. uh, Rick. Um, usually, you know, when, when a home is probably vacant more than three months because I know insurance... There has co- to be a timeline for yeah. there. Yeah. Ha- there's obviously a timeline, but when somebody's buying a house to fl- to renovate and flip, m- most insurance companies only give you uh, a three-month policy because right. they really want somebody in that house yeah. because yeah. It, it can get a... You know, because... It, it, anything can happen in that house if nobody's in there. So yeah. they, so I don't know what the, the time policy is on that. Okay. Another quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about uh, creating a housing supply team, uh, working with the CRA to tackle tax avoidance and speculation, and a whole lot more regarding uh, the provincial government's rent and housing reform measures announced earlier on this week. RobGolfi.com is the website. RobGolfi.com. You can call them today at 905-575-7700. One more segment to go coming up here on the Hamilton. Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Last go round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio this morning with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Also with us this morning, Jennifer Dreho, sales rep with the Golfie team. Call them today, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. The website, robgolfie.com, robgolfi.com. If you have a question, we'll get to it on a future program. You can email your question to questions at Rob golfie.com check them out on social media twitter and instagram the handle is at rob golfie and uh, rob golfie on facebook as well we talked a little bit about the hamilton market earlier on now uh, diving into the uh, ontario rent and housing reform measures that were announced uh, earlier this week uh, creating a housing supply team so what's happening here um they are looking at uh, uh, the supply team i'm not sure what their plan on what they want to do uh, I know the one thing that uh, with uh, with the uh, Tim Hudak wants to do with the Ontario Real Estate Association is uh, they, they are implementing some changes. They don't want um, the same agent selling and dealing with the buyer and seller at the same time. Right, we've talked about that on the show. Yeah, which, which I agree with that. Yeah. Um, we, we, we actually uh, enforce that in our, uh, in our office uh, a lot of times. So let's say if Jennifer will put a house up for sale, we, we try to have another agent um, deal with any buyers that are yeah. interested in that. You want to remove that conflict of interest, right? Or any possibility of. Yeah, Ab- it, absolutely. It's it quite ambiguous, too, yeah. because at the end of the day, if I'm working for the seller, how can I work for the buyer, too? Exactly. And I yeah. know more than I probably should working on both ends. Right, right. right. Yeah. For instance, just the other day, uh, a, a client of mine saw a house, and uh, they thought it was a great deal. Um, and, uh, and I said to him, I go, you know what? It's not a great deal. And if they dealt with the agent directly, mm-hmm. um, they chances are they would have paid you know the price or close to the price right. of what they were asking. And I and I showed him. I said, look at this. And I showed him you know what's going on in the neighborhood, what's going on, you know, like how long they've owned it, you know, values, how much they've gone up. And he goes, and he was like, his eyes just opened up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like th- that's the difference. It's uh, it's not always good to deal with the. Uh, the agent that has the house listed, right. um, and that's why we have a team. So we can we, we always direct uh, somebody else uh, on the team that um, to to deal with that. 
It's a good policy. So t- I know Tim Hudax. That's one. That's one thing uh, will help uh, quite a bit. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I know they're creating a, a, a housing supply team. Not sure what they're going to do with that. Hmm. I know the when government is they're going to open up more land for developers because they need to develop more land to to keep the house you know to cool down the housing yeah, market yeah. um so and and again i don't know like the, the, the only people that can, i can tell you that if there are foreign buyers buying new homes or condos i mean like the builders like desantis lazani and uh brand haven homes and they would know i mean I, I i honestly i i don't know we don't deal in uh in new homes mm. and we deal in resale and we don't we don't get the foreign buyers in the resale so it, it that won't affect it mm. but but definitely the the government's going to now open up more land for these uh, developers yeah. to start uh, developing. Uh, working with the CRA to tackle tax avoidance and speculation. Yes. What's happening there is uh, you buy a condo and, um, and you sell it to somebody else before it closes. Okay. I, I had one... Uh, a gentleman called me up and he said, I want to sell this place. I bought it for this much money. I want to sell it for this much money. Isn't that an assignment? That's an assignment clause. I don't do those. Um, I I mean, I guess if I lived downtown Hamilton, I was was selling condos downtown Hamilton, I'd probably be doing that. I I honestly don't like that. Um, You know, it, uh, you know, you can't really put it on MLS because Mm. you can't show the property. Right. Um, And it's, it's just... It's not our thing. We're we're more more into the uh, the resale market, mm-hmm. but but they want to catch catch these guys because there's a land transfer tax. So if you if you sell a property, let's say you buy a condo or sell a condo for three hundred thousand, and and it's not built yet, and then you sell that contract to somebody for three hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. the government really wants the land transfer tax at the three hundred thousand and also the three fifty. Right. But then that guy at three fifty could sell it for four hundred. They want that land transfer tax. And I believe in that. I think uh, you know, if if all the speculation that's happening, it, it'll slow that down of, of speculation. But mm-hmm. but what they try to do is the guy that sells it, the builder that's selling it, he ends up selling it for the four hundred or four fifty and in between everybody made money. Yeah. But the government didn't make any money, and the and the and the and the builder didn't make any uh, any more money. And uh, but the builder, some builders do have a um, they they have a cost. uh, They have a fee there. If you do decide to do an assignment, they want another twenty thousand or whatever it is, uh, just to do that assignment. Like I, I, we just we don't we haven't gotten involved. I I was asked. I I said I we don't do that, and we may end up doing it downtown Hamilton. Uh, there's a lot of buildings going up in the next five years, so that could change. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We've got uh, about two and a half minutes here. Uh, reviewing all real estate rules, and uh, you mentioned uh, Tim Hudak, the CEO of the Ontario Real Estate Association, um, and, and one of the rules would be bidding wars. Yes. Um, I, they can't control that. It, it, it's hard. Um, I don't know how they... they it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with, right? Yeah, like it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, and Tim, I don't know. Like, I mean, Tim Hudak... I mean, I don't know what real estate background he has. He's never been a real estate agent. He hasn't, you know, dealt with the public in that aspect right, of right. it. I mean, he's just a guy that was in politics and lost an election that, every, you know, that... Yeah. Uh, His only tie to real estate is that he has a house, really. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know? So he... Uh, so I don't know what uh, what he can bring to the table. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope they bring experienced uh, realtors that do a lot of business um, and get some advice from them, mm-hmm. you know?
So, uh, education for consumers. This is never a bad thing. Yeah, they're gonna they, I, they're gonna be spending a lot of money educating consumers. You know, I mean, there's a lot of education out there. People, you know, go online. They can find whatever yeah. information they can. I don't know if they plan on, you know, putting money into commercials on TV and, you know, giving advice on that. Right. Yeah, honestly, I don't My know. My guess is they'll probably have a, a website or web page yeah, yeah, set up. And, you know, it, yeah. But, I mean, it, we talked about five years ago. I mean, people nowadays are much more educated in, in all variety of, of life in terms of, you know, whether you're buying a car or you need some health care advice. Due or diligence. Home. Yeah. People right? know more about what like if we have somebody looking at buying a house they know a lot about the process of buying yeah. a house than 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 anybody else would because they're they're studying they're looking at buying a house yeah. and and they're they're pretty educated i mean there there's still things we have to help them with but they know just like buying a car they probably know more about that car than the, the car the salesman who's selling it. Yeah. yeah guys we got to run thanks for coming in enjoy the rest of your weekend yeah you too great have a great weekend you too thanks for listening to the hamilton real estate show we're back next saturday at 9 right here on am 900 chml